Hey, it's Kirsten. Do you feel like you're spending way too much money on supplements? When I started out on my health journey, I was also shocked about how expensive high quality supplements were, especially as I was upping how many I was taking. That's why when I became a practitioner back in 2018, I started offering my clients a way to save up to 25% off many of their supplements through a company called Wellevate, which is spelled W-E-L-L-E-V-A-T-E. Through Wellevate, you can order many of the supplements that you're already taking, like Pure Encapsulations, Gaia Herbs, Enzymetica, and others at discounts of up to 25% off retail. And shipping is free for orders over $49 within the United States. The only way to buy supplements through Wellevate is through a practitioner, and I will earn a small commission at no additional cost to you while you're saving money. So if you want to start saving upwards of 25% off your supplement bill, go to the resources page on my website at carefullyhealing.com forward slash resources and go to the Wellevate section. You don't have to be a client, just set up your account and start saving. Kristen Ramstrom, a certified holistic health coach, and welcome to the Quest for Healing podcast. Whether you're just starting out on your health journey or you're farther down your path, I've created this podcast to inspire and inform your health journey through first, some extraordinary healing stories from real people, second, an exploration of some intriguing healing modalities, and third, through conversations with enterprising people who are making a difference in the health of our world. Welcome to episode 11. It is the last week of 2020, and I wanted to do something different and a little special this week. I have seven different people, eight including myself, who've contributed ideas of kitchen gadgets and tools, and I thought this just might be something that's perfect for this last week of the year as people might be gearing up to make some changes in their health journey for 2021. So I will put links and more information about all of these in the show notes. So you can check out the show notes afterwards at carefullyhealing.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 11. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you'll be sure that you don't miss an episode. And now for our first kitchen tool idea today, it comes from Dr. Rindy Coker from the Center for Natural Therapy. My current favorite kitchen gadget, I guess you can say I have rediscovered it, is my Borner mandolin slicer. I bought it at least 30 years ago. It's great when you want uniform slices of vegetables and fruits. It comes with uh, three different attachments, so you can do either slices, or it chops in in a fine or a coarse. And mine even came with an extra potato grater, which I just uh, used the other day to make hash browns. 30 years later, that blade is still really sharp. Uh, The one thing I have to tell you about it is always use the guard. So again, my, my favorite one is my mandolin slicer. Thank you so much, Dr. Coker. Our next one is from Jen Hawley. Okay, I'm going to talk about the electric kettle. Um, I have actually really enjoyed having an electric kettle because um, it has some benefits I I hadn't thought about before buying it, which is if you have a gas stove, you can use the electric kettle instead of burning gas, which creates carcinogenic fumes in your kitchen – which you don't want to inhale. So I end up really cutting down on the amount of gas usage um, that I'm burning in my kitchen from the range. 
just because we were using the range so much just to heat up water to make tea. So I can easily pop a pint of water into the electric kettle and heat it up and make tea without having to burn any of the gas and release those fumes into my kitchen. So um, I do really appreciate that. And also when I cook stocks or like broths or soups or anything that needs water in order to cook, I usually heat the water up in my electric kettle. So I'm not spending half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever to get a whole giant pot of water boiled with my gas. So I'm like saving that whole time that I would have been having gas fumes burning in my kitchen. I'm saving that toxic exposure by using the electric kettle to heat up and boil the water and then adding the boiling water into the pot. So it's like already boiling. I only need a little bit of gas to keep it boiling, if that makes sense. And that's why I would recommend having an electric kettle overall. Thank you, Jen. Our third suggestion today comes from Dr. Sherry Green. She's a holistic practitioner and restorative physician, primarily focused on medical medium protocols. I'm here today to just give you my favorite uh, kitchen tool gadget. Um, There are so many kitchen tool gadgets out there these days that are there to make our lives easier. And it's really fun finding things, new things all the time to make being in the kitchen, cutting down our time in the kitchen and making things flow smoothly. My favorite gadget is a really simple one. And I've had this probably for about 10 years now. It's called a, a salad spinner. And it's just from the company OXO, O-X-O. And I, like I said, I've had it for so many years. It's just so convenient and it makes cleaning my greens that much easier. What my favorite greens for using this salad spinner are parsley and cilantro, which I consume a lot of. You just basically throw your greens into the salad spinner fill it up with water. I actually spray my greens for cleaning with a little bit of um, food grade hydrogen peroxide, which is 3% hydrogen peroxide. So I spray them. I let them soak for about five or so, seven minutes. And then I drain the, the liquid and plunge the plunger on top to just spin it for a little while until it'll just get all that dampness off your greens so you can really fully dry them. The drier they are, the better they're going to be in your refrigerator and last longer. So this is my quick tip of the day for the OXO salad spinner. Thank you so much, Dr. Green. And our fourth suggestion today comes from Evely Grenemeyer. Hello, this is Evely here. And I'm going to tell you about my favorite kitchen gadget. Now, my kitchen is full of gadgets and appliances cluttered up with those things, I must say. But my favorite and most used gadget is this very small little chopper. You can get one by Proctor Silex. That's my preferred. Or you can spend a little more and get it by Oster or even more and get it by Cuisinart. But basically, it's a one and a half cup, tiny little food processor that takes up almost no space on your counter. And the other day when Kirsten asked me about my gadget, it happened to be a day that I used it several times. So I had a lot of basil and I threw it in there with sprouted pumpkin seeds and garlic. 
and made a really great pesto that went on the soup I made that day. But then again, I put pesto on everything. You don't even need seeds or nuts. You can just do the garlic and basil or garlic and parsley or garlic and cilantro or whatever you want. Use your imagination. Then in the same afternoon, I noticed that there was a long pepper that was turning orange and yellow and it was green. So I buzzed it up in there with a red pepper and I got a rather hot, but not too hot, nice little uh, topping for all kinds of food. Um, and then I used it again for just plain chopping garlic, which is what we use it really often for. And my husband's been a chef all his life, and he uses it for that. So you don't always have to use your big old food processor or Vitamix to chop small amounts of things. Evely, thank you so much for that great suggestion. I think it was a really great thing that you pointed out that we can make pesto as a nice seasoning for a bunch of different things without using any nuts or oils. Now moving on to our fifth suggestion. This one's coming from Mimi Vladarchik. I can't count the times when someone has asked me to recommend knives. This is a difficult recommendation because not everyone's needs are the same and not every knife is the same. So let me break down a couple of common knives for you. The workhorse of the kitchen is the chef's knife. I prefer an 8-inch one, and it has a slight curve on the edge for the blade, and the weight is between the handle and the blade, and it helps you to have a rhythmic rocking motion. The second knife, which is my favorite knife, is a santuku. This is a Japanese version of a chef's knife. And what it means, santuku means three benefits because it has a multi-purpose blade. The blade is great for mincing, slicing, dicing, and because of its construction, you can use it as a light cleaver. The oval indentations on the blade reduce the friction and prevent the food from sticking to the blade. So this is my favorite knife for chopping, slicing, mincing, dicing vegetables. This is the ultimate vegetable cutting knife. My third favorite knife is a paring knife, and it's usually three to four inches in length, and it's used for small tasks like peeling, trimming, coring, slicing fruits and veg. And it's great to, uh, just an all-around great knife, and I, I can't be without it. And the last knife I think everyone should have is a uh, serrated slicing knife. It has a long blade. Um, the one I have is offset. So my knuckles don't hit the counter when I'm using it. And it's great for thin-skinned fruits like tomato, slicing citrus, cutting up blocks of um, harder things, um, and bread, of course. Um, and the, the knife is usually somewhere between 7.5 to 12 inches long. So those are my favorite knives. What would be a good idea, too, is something called a honing steel. It's, it's not a knife, and it usually comes in knife sets. It doesn't sharpen your knife, and what it does is it realigns the edge to keep the knife working at its best. And I use it before and sometimes after every use. And I wipe the blade clean so you don't get any fine particles on your food. So the best way to actually buy a knife is to go to a kitchen store and hold it and see how it feels, but we can't do that right now. So I would say go online and look in different um, kitchen store websites, and on Amazon perhaps, and 
you know, read all the different reviews. That's a good, it's a good place to start. And knife skills. Without knife skills, it's going to take you forever in the kitchen. And um, I can easily learn some basic knife skills. There's a lot of tutorials out there on YouTube, on different um, cooking sites. You could take an online cooking course. There's a lot of different ways that you could learn some knife skills. So that's my advice to everybody. Thank you, Mimi. I think that's a really great suggestion on the knives. And I also think that doing some online tutorials on knife skills can really be a big time saver. So thank you so much for that. Our next suggestion, suggestion number six, comes from Lisa Feynman. Hi, Kirsten. Thanks for asking me about my favorite gadgets in the kitchen. So I have to say I have a couple, and this has been a hard one to decide which one I want to talk about. So I have my bamboo utensils, my everyday utensils that are no longer made of metal, but bamboo. So that was one of them. And then I have my handheld mandolin, which I happen to love and use much more often because it's handheld. And then I have my spiralizer. And I think that's the one I'd like to talk about. So my spiralizer is something that I make zoodles with my zucchini noodles. And this particular one has four legs with suction cups on them and a crank handle in the back. So all I have to do is put it out on my counter, cut my zucchini in half, and I stick it onto the handle part and start spinning onto whichever grate I feel like using. And in this case, this would be a like a thin blade and it just cranks its way through and makes very thin noodles. You can use them raw. I like to use them in a stir fry, but I have to say this comes with other grates to do. So I can even do spiralized potatoes or thinly sliced potatoes. Um, Maybe I want to bake them in the oven and have kind of like a potato chip, you might say. Um, But honestly, the best part of it is to make the zucchini noodles. I think many people miss the idea of having noodles for their dinner or what they're going to use instead of pasta. And I found this to be just such a great alternative. Like I said, I can use these noodles in raw state or I can make a stir fry and have my all my other vegetables on the stove and I just kind of pop these in at the last minute stir them up a bit just let them kind of get warm I don't necessarily have to cook them and I'm ready to go I have a great meal without any you know any of the wheat pastas or things like that and it gives me that same idea enjoy your cooking Thank you so much, Lisa. I love that you threw some recipe ideas in there too. That's so helpful. Our seventh suggestion comes from personal fitness trainer, Betty Ng. My favorite kitchen too is probably the mason jar. Kind of cliche, I know. And yes, it's true. Like most people, I use the mason jar to drink my smoothie in or my juice, or I'll use it to store my soup or my cooked veggie stew. However, I also use the mason jar to mash bananas for my banana bread. It's much more effective and easier and much faster than, say, using a fork. I highly recommend it. Now, outside of the kitchen, I also use my mason jar for making liquid soap for the face and for the body. Well, I happen to have eczema and psoriasis, and the only soap 
that calms my skin is this brand called Savon de Marseille from France. It's quite expensive if you buy the liquid soap from that company. So what I do is to buy the soap bar version, chop it up in cubes, and then I put it in a mason jar, add distilled water, and melt it and soak it to make my own liquid soap. Highly recommended. Betty, that's such a great recommendation. Thank you so much. And I will put that soap recipe in the show notes as well. Thank you for that. And for the eighth suggestion today, it's actually going to be one from me. So this is the one I want to contribute. It's the OXO Good Grips Ice Cube Trays. There's two things I love about these. First is that it's got a nice rigid cover. So when you're storing it in the freezer, it's easy to stack them on top of each other. It's the first time in my life I've had these. Maybe I'm a little behind the times, but I love that part. But the second thing, which is I think the coolest thing is these aren't square ice cubes. They're rounded ice cubes. And so when you go to pull them out, all you have to do is push on the side of them and they pop right out. So there's no more of that twisting of the ice cube tray and trying to pick one out with your uh, fingernail. So how I use these is I usually juice with my citrus juicer, a whole bag of lemons once a week, and I will freeze them in the ice cube trays. And so then when I'm having lemon water, especially first thing in the morning, I don't have to go out and actually squeeze the lemons. I can just use the ice cubes. And I have lemon water three or four times a day. So this saves me a lot of time just between squeezing it and the cleanup and washing the hand press and all of that. So that is one of the reasons I really love these. Right now I've got, as I said, some other ones in there with orange juice in them. And I put a couple of those ice cubes in my heavy metal detox smoothie in the morning. Uh, You can also freeze vegetable stock in them so that you've got just a little bite-sized piece for when you're sauteing vegetables. You can freeze coconut milk in them. Uh, I also have a homemade vegan ice cream recipe, and I put the ice cream in the ice cube trays and freeze it that way because I don't have an ice cream maker, and that works out really well. Uh, You can also freeze herbs in ice cube trays. OXO also makes some smaller-sized ice cube trays so you can have mini ice cubes. And these are also really handy. One of the things I do sometimes is I'll juice ginger and I'll put that in my lemon water. And so I'll juice a whole bunch of ginger at once and freeze it and put it in ice cube trays. But I don't want a big ice cube for that. I just want a little bit of it. So I'll use the smaller ice cube trays for that. And that's another thing that you can put just little bits of herbs and freeze those in there too. So that's my favorite thing that I've been using, the OXO Good Grips ice cube trays. So to review all the ideas, the first one from Dr. Rindy Coker is a Borner mandolin. The second one from Jen Holly is an electric kettle. The third from Dr. Sherry Green is an OXO salad spinner. The fourth from Evelie Grenemeyer is the Proctor Silex one and a half cup food chopper. The fifth from Mimi Vladarchik is her favorite knives, including the Santoku knife. The sixth one from Lisa Feynman is a vegetable spiralizer. The seventh one from Betty Ng is Mason Jars, and the eighth one for me is the OXO Good Grips Ice Cube Trays. Thank you so much for all of the guests for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you all enjoyed this fun episode. I've included the details from this show and the links to some of the items mentioned in the show notes. You can find those on my website at carefullyhealing.com backslash podcast, and this is episode 11. If you've been enjoying the Quest for Healing podcast, please feel free to share it with someone you think might also enjoy it. It's available on most major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, and is newly available on Amazon Music. So all you have to do is ask Alexa to listen to the Quest for Healing podcast. Thank you for joining me today and Happy New Year.
it's Kirsten. Before I started out on my health journey, I didn't know how poisonous many of the cleaners I used in my home were. Then when I started trying to clean the toxins out of my body, I started to question if the cleaners I was using were just adding back more. And how does that make sense when we're using toxic chemicals to get things clean? So imagine how excited I was when I found non-toxic, fragrance-free, essential oil-free Branch Basics cleaners. Now I use them for many things around my house, including scrubbing my kitchen and bathroom, cleaning my juicer, and as the laundry detergent for cleaning my clothes. Plus, it's also the soap that I use to wash my fruit because it's also sodium laurel sulfate free. So check out branchbasics.com. Their starter kits make it so easy to get started and you can use my code carefullyhealing, which is all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And because I always want to be upfront with you, this is an affiliate link, so I will earn a small commission if you buy using my code. But I only recommend this product because I love it and use it myself. So if you're ready to start cleaning your home with a healthier cleaner, go to branchbasics.com. <laughs> 